Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast. We try to improve the overall agent experience, improve your contact center, improve the customer experience. Oh, it's a lot of improving we're trying to do. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500 to 600 seat call center outsourcer located here in uh, stormy today. It's super stormy northwestern PA. Oh, how's everybody doing? I uh, I got a couple things to kind of talk to you about before we kind of get into our our episode today, which I'm, again, I know I say I'm excited about every episode, but it's kind of fun to kind of get back to our kind of blocking and tackling of, of how we started the podcast with the episode that we're going to do today um, on, on 10 ways that you can really improve call center coaching, which I think we've learned and kind of evolved since COVID. So I want to, you know, get into those things that I think is going to give you some, again, actionable items that you can take and and improve some of your management strategies. Uh, real quick, though, I want to just give a shout out on on August 9th. It's an episode that you're not going to want to miss. Next episode, I'll kind of announce his name, but we're going to have you know one of the industry leaders in speech analytics, real-time transcription. Uh, really excited to have him on to really talk about the state of analytics, uh, the technology behind it, and give a real kind of high level on on some of the really, I guess, unique things that are happening with with that technology. So really excited for that. But uh, today, we are going to talk about one of the most underrated ways of improving culture in your organization. That's having a, a really set plan with your management team on how you are going to coach your associates, right? This is the one time where we have kind of a one-on-one interaction, and if those interactions go south, right, it kind of tears right at the kind of the heart of your culture. So not only are we trying to improve the associate at that moment, right, but if we do this thing right and there's a there's a buy-in to how we coach, you know, the whole organization changes, the whole the whole atmosphere behind getting feedback, right, changes. Right. So, you know, we we don't want to make these things like a critique session, right? Or uh, you know, someone that's going to going to get beat up the whole time. You know, I kind of liken it to as you guys know, I also coach high school basketball. If I said to my kids every single day, "You guys are terrible. What are you doing? Why can't you do this better? This is embarrassing." Right? They would tone me out in 30 seconds, right? Understand if you have a supervisor or a manager that that's their style of coaching. Because if it is, they're hurting your company, right? They're hurting your contact center, and that needs to be changed. And I think the way you change it is is you you talk to this, you talk to, about this to your to your to your management team. Make sure that they understand how you want coaching done. Um, and if you are a supervisor and you really don't have a plan, your organization doesn't have a plan. You know, this is something I think you can take and this is going to make you a better contact center manager, right? So there's three things that we want to get out of any type of, of coaching. And I think we want to improve the performance at the time, right? We want to build a better company culture and we want to enhance the quality of calls. 
So basically, we want to improve the customer experience by the quality. We want to improve our agents and how they're doing their job. And then we want to build a, a company culture within that. And you don't think of those three things when you think of coaching. Everybody thinks of coaching as, you know, Jimmy or Janie just made a mistake and I need to go fix that. Well, I think you need to look at it more on the macro level. And if you look at it on the macro level, there's so many good things that can come out of coaching sessions, especially if your whole team's kind of on the same plan. So that's kind of what I want to get at to you today. And I have, you know, kind of 10 steps for successful coaching in a contact center. Some of these have evolved. You know, we've talked about some of them in the past before, but I think, you know, if we kind of break these down again, this will give you at least the building blocks to create a, a plan for, for your organization. If you don't have a coaching plan, then, you know, we need to make sure that, that that starts to be put in place. Okay, so here we go. Number one, and you guys have no, no, I've said this about 435,000 times, is, is praise publicly, but coach privately, right? So again, somebody achieves a perfect score on a, on a QA uh, form, make sure everybody knows. Celebrate it on the floor. You know, go to your uh, your team channel. If you have a Slack channel, that's the general channel. Or if you're in Teams or however it is that you guys are communicating and, and celebrate that. But if we do need to coach, if we do need to provide feedback, we want to do that privately. Pull them off the floor if we're we're brick and mortar. If we're work from home, we're doing a separate you know instant message or we're doing a separate video chat just with that that associate. I don't think we need to belabor that. You guys know how I feel about that. All right, number two, and this is old school, like. <laughs> What you get taught like in high school or, or maybe even college, right, is is really sandwich the, the negative feedback with positive feedback. You know, we don't ever want to start the session with something that's negative, right? I want them to come in and, and, and at least change their, their, their body energy, right, with something that is positive, right? So whatever they're doing well, you know, let's kind of talk about that. It's even better if, if what they're doing well kind of relates to what they're doing wrong, right? So... You know, hey, you know, Susie, you're doing a great job on listening for, you know, closing signals on this, on your cross-sell and upsell. Like, I think, you know, your stats are really, you know, going in the right direction with that. Having said that, though, you know, before, you know, we get to that point, there's some areas that I think we can kind of help you with that we can fix. Because right now your handle time is six minutes and 23. We got to get that thing to six minutes. We put this all together. I think, you know, you're really close to, to being one of our, our topics our top agents, right? So again, we're not going in there saying that the reason you're here is because your handle time is six minutes and 24. It's unacceptable. And we need to be at five minutes and 55 seconds, right? If you do that, you're getting toned out. Uh, they're not listening to you. They're going to get defensive, right? So have this be more of a conversation, right? That you are leading, that you are in charge of, Right. You have to make sure that, you know, you're not going down a rabbit hole, which we're going to talk about here with, with an associate with excuses and things like that. Right. But again, make sure that we're talking positive and negative. Don't make this thing something that everyone dreads. That's going to hurt your culture. Right. Instead of having these sessions be something where they feel like you're actually trying to help them. Those are the best coaching sessions you can have. Now we're going to talk about reps that just tone you out and could care less. Right. That's going to be, I think, number nine on our list. But we're not talking about that agent right now. We're talking about the agent um, that is, you know, struggling with some aspect of her call, is probably trying. Maybe they're just forgetting to do a couple things. These are the types of things and, and how we want to approach those because those aren't terrible things. Those are, you know, ways that we can get better. But if you're super negative with it, those ways to get better turn into that's how I do it. 
whatever you're telling me is you're being mean to me and I don't want to hear it, right? And that's not what we want, all right? And number three and number four, I think on my list kind of go together. They're, they're kind of a ham and egg, right? Is, is make sure that you're, you're being specific with what you're telling them, right? And then tie your performance to data, right? So, you know, we don't want to just say things like, you know, hey, you know, and poor Janie and Jimmy, they're getting beat up here. So let's use Susie, right? You know, your average handle time increased this month, right? That's not specific. We didn't really tie any performance to data. That's just a general statement that they could be like, well, I had, I had multiple days where, you know, I was lower. It, 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 it's too vague, right, for them to really grasp what the problem is, right? So I think, you know, it sounds better when you say, hey, Janie, your average handle time actually increased 40% this month. It's now at six minutes and 23 seconds. So we're, we got to just talk here about how we can get that down a little bit because you are doing so well on other aspects of the call, right? So again, we got them, they now know that we know what the hell we're talking about, right? We understood the actual gravity. We've done our homework. We know exactly what the problem is, right? And if we kind of do that in a nice way, we can make sure that you know they understand that this is the piece that I need to fix, not just this overall kind of, well, I just got to get my handle time down a little bit, right? No, let's give them an actual goal of what they need to do and give them a plan that, that we can do that with. So again, I think if you are not specific, and I, I I know I use the word rabbit hole, but I think in the call center with, with working with so many people, if you make mistakes in communication, you can go far down the rabbit hole. We've all been there where a rep might, they're really good at this, right? They talk on the phone and they talk to people and they try to get them to sell or, or they try to sell things to people. They try to you know, understand problems, try to fix people who are mad. They're really good at this. So if you let them kind of take you down, sometimes they'll get you so confused of what the actual problem is uh, that you know the, it just becomes a meaningless thing. <clears throat> and we, we definitely don't want that to happen. One of the other tips that I think really, really works well, and especially we've done this with work from home, um, is, is having your agents assess themselves, right? And that means literally either having them just listen and score their own call, or I like to do a calibration session with the supervisor and with the associate as well, right? So we can have the associate in one room, the supervisor in another room, or the QA person who's doing this, and have them score the calls, right? And I don't want to say nine times out of 10, but I think probably about eight times out of 10, the associate will understand what they were doing wrong when they're listening, right? Because it's kind of like looking at yourself in the mirror, right? And saying, okay, yeah, I hear what you're saying here. And I think that helps you, you know, kind of have them understand that you're here to just give them some positive feedback because this is kind of what you're hearing too, right? And if they're hearing it, you know that there's probably an issue. So again, don't just have them listen to calls, but have them score their score their calls as well if you have a, a QA scoring system. I think that's super helpful. And then with that, really the number one thing, and again, this goes back to the, the basketball coaching analogies I keep using, is role play. And getting back to the basketball analogies that I use, right, it's it's kind of like you're scrimmaging, right? So it's one thing to do the drills, which is kind of like feedback, right? You're giving them feedback. They're kind of thinking about what they should have done, right? But then, you know, let's put this into play, you know, before we get back on the, on the field or back out on the court. And, you know, role play it both ways. The, the associate is the customer and you're the agent. Uh, you're the agent. The associate's the customer, Right. Make sure that they kind of understand where the customer could could take what they're doing wrong or how 
you know, what they're saying could be misconstrued, right? And I think it's really important that it, it really just cements the coaching that you're giving them if they take what you told them and they do it in a role-playing session. Um, that's kind of how my brain works, and I think it's it's a great way to, to really to reinforce culture, but also to really just to improve the overall you know, skills of, of your agents. Number seven is something that's a little bit unique, and and we kind of found that it kind of works. But we try to like, I don't know, at the end of a session when we're done coaching, we try to do a little bit of uh, servant leadership, and just kind of talk to them real quick about you know any any roadblocks that they may be having with with the program. That could be as easy as, hey, you know what, um, Susie, let me get you a new headset. That one looks beat up. You know, this one should be a little bit more comfortable for you. Right. That stuff's really cool. Or, hey, you know, I know that new workflow we, we just put into this, you know, into these, this call. Um, you know, how do you feel about the scripting? You know, asking them their opinion on some things. See if, if there's any feedback you can give. You know, make them feel like they're, they're being heard. And, and you're going to get some awesome feedback as well. Right. So, you know, call center coaching isn't just about improving, you know, one agent's performance. You know, we're trying to improve the, the whole team. And I think if, if there's certain things that that you can do to to kind of interact with your agents, you know, on that level, you know, it it really does improve. And, and you know, when they see that you're taking the time for what they said, it does. It improves your whole team and improves the room. All right, uh, number eight is you know making sure that you know we're kind of giving goals. And again, I, I'm not saying I'm not giving you guys this. These one through ten really aren't in any order. I probably should have just said that at the beginning. These are just some, you know, I guess kind of random tips. So I'm not saying you got to do one first and two and three and four. Just some of these will work in your organization. Some won't. But you know, number eight, I think, is is really redefine their KPI goals, right? So redefine their goals for them. So I know I keep using handle time because I think you know that's probably the most one of the most general things that everybody kind of gets. So again, if we're at six minutes and fifty seconds of handle time. We got to get this thing under six minutes. You know, I'm not going to give them a goal of being at, at 545. You know, we're going to talk about that goal of maybe, you know, six minutes and 20 seconds, right? Let's work on that, right? So you're redefining the goals for that agent. And this is the same thing when you start the day in the, uh, or start your room in the morning, right? Controlling the first 30 minutes. These are the same goals that you're giving them, right? That, that can, you know, again, reinforce what their goal is. So, if you just say, hey, you got to be at 555, they're just going to be like, well, I can't. This is stupid, right? But understand that we're going to be working towards this. And in future coaching sessions, when you do your agent analysis, where everything kind of comes together, right? And, you know, that way they see that it's not going to be as difficult, right? And it's, it's an attainable goal for them. So I think that that's a really important piece of this, especially if you're looking at somebody who's, who's much newer, you know, to your organization and maybe has a lot farther to go. You know, make sure that your goals are, are reflective of them. All right. Now we get to number nine, which I kind of spoke about earlier. Sometimes this doesn't work, right? Sometimes you have a rep that just kind of tones you out, right? We've all been there, right? And I think, you know, what happens there is we've just given about you know, eight different ways to kind of use the the carrot and to make sure that we're trying to do everything we possibly can from a positive framework to improve our culture. Well, every once in a while, right? That's not going to happen. So this is kind of the last get out of jail free card after we've coached on one specific thing. And especially I lose my mind on effort and attitude, you know, type things, right? So if somebody's being lazy, they, they just refuse to um, you know, read the opening or end the call the proper way, you know, asking for if there's anything else that you could do for the customer. They just, you know, those little things kind of just fry me. 
So if we've talked to an associate three or four times on this, and really I would say two times on this, right? On the third time, we're going to make sure that they understand that, you know, there's expectations that they have and there will be consequences, right? I don't like to talk about consequences until we get to the end of the road, right? Of, of our coaching where they're just kind of ignoring. And then whatever your consequences are, this turns now from a really a coaching session to, you know, this could turn into progressive discipline, right? I got to send you home. I got a three day. I got to, uh, you know, take you off this program, put you over, whatever that is, right? So there's some things that, you know, once you get to the end of the road, you know, you do need to be a little bit firm. And I think it goes with number 10 is, is make sure that we're remonitoring all of your agents after they're coached. So if you remonitor, and if now, if an associate is struggling with a concept, right, and they're working on it, obviously you just keep working with them, right? We're not going to get any any stick out for that, right? That's probably, a, probably shouldn't even use that term, but we're not going to do anything um, other than try to assist them. When you remonitor and they still don't do that disclosure at the end, or they don't, uh, they're still not showing empathy or, or whatever those, those, you know, things that you need in your contact center, right? That's when, you know, we're really going to start to to look at number nine and, and setting those expectations and the consequences. But I think it's really important. We our rule is thirty minutes after we coach, the rep gets monitored, they get scored, and we're focused on what we 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 coach them on. And if they did it well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to celebrate that in the room, right? If they didn't and they're struggling and they're close with it, we might talk to them a little bit again and just cut, try to reinforce. But I think it's really important that they know within thirty minutes that they're going to be remonitored. Um, and I think that helps them really kind of focus on the task at hand that, that you kind of talk to them about. So again, I hope that this helps. Make sure that you have a plan for coaching, um, whether it's one of these, some of these things on, on my top 10 or some of the things that you have, make sure that that gets trained to your associates, I'm sorry, to your supervisors, to your QA, to whoever those guys are, your trainers who are doing your, your coaching uh, to make sure that you know we all are on the same page with the plan and a technique in a way that we think can build culture, help reps, and, uh, and hopefully improve the customer experience. Thanks, guys. I hope that that uh, that it adds some value to you. Hey, uh, one quick last thing: if you're hanging out this long, that means you're probably into the podcast. If you are interested in in coming on to the podcast, uh, you know, shoot me an email: tlaird at expedia.net. We can have a, a conversation on on that. Also, again, please please check out our social media, right? So on LinkedIn, we have a call center tips and tactics. Love to see everybody join. Uh, we have a Facebook community for advice from a call center geek. And then if you're not following me on LinkedIn, you need to. I'm posting every single day on, on call center stuff uh, to try to help. So again, just uh, Tom Laird, hit me up on LinkedIn. Thanks, guys. Talk next week.